0: Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome back to uh, the Amherst and Westchester Wesleyan Churches Online. Uh, Today we are continuing our series called Hit Refresh. Uh, based on the book of Hosea in the Old Testament. Uh, Today we're going to look at a couple passages in Hosea, uh, chapter 3 and chapter 14, and we're going to talk about the prophet named Hosea and his wife, Gomer. Now, um, up to chapter 3, we have a little bit of detail um, about this situation that Hosea is in. Hosea has... Been instructed by God to marry a woman named uh, Gomer who is actually a prostitute and then we find out that she goes and she ends up leaving uh, leaving Hosea and sleeping with other guys and um, it's kind of a weird situation but then it gets weirder we're gonna dive right into it okay um, So, in chapter 3, this is what it says in chapter 3. After this initial betrayal has already taken place, this is what God tells Hosea. He says, The Lord said to me, this is Hosea writing, Go show your love to your wife again, though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress. Love her as the Lord loves the Israelites though they turned to other gods and loved the sacred raisin cakes. I don't know what it is about the raisin cakes, but there it is. So I bought her for 15 shekels, 15 shekels of silver and about an omer and a um, lethic of barley. Then I told her, You are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man, and I will behave the same way toward you. For the Israelites will live many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred stones, without ephod or household gods. Afterwards, the Israelites will return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come trembling to the Lord and his blessings in the last days. So, God tells Hosea, hey, you need to go to your wife and you need to pay for her to come home. If she's working as a prostitute, you pay for her, you bring her back, and you make sure that she stays home this time now this is a kind of a not kind of this is a weird situation this is a weird story like that's wild like god tells him to marry this woman who's a prostitute she keeps wanting to go back to that lifestyle and god says go pay for her and bring her home and then he compares the situation to his love for the Israelites. Now, <clears throat> from Hosea's perspective, I'm thinking, this is wild. I don't want her. She's going to be unfaithful. I don't, I like, I'm not going to pay for her if she's going to be unfaithful and betray me. But that's what God tells him to do. But from the perspective of his wife, Gomer, it's, it's, it's also kinda of wild it's this massively huge statement saying this is what you're worth to me this is what you mean to me this is how valuable you are I'm willing to to go into I'm willing to meet you exactly where you are and pay whatever I gotta pay to get you out of this to bring you home now maybe you can't relate to that specific situation but you can relate to the situations where you have messed up or done something and ruined whatever good was going on in your life you may have cheated or abandoned someone you may have burned bridges you may have lost money or lost your reputation or had just everything kind of fall apart because of a mistake you made or a bad decision you made or because you were being selfish and greedy and did things the wrong way. And now you're in this place where you, you're you stuck, you don't know if you can ever go back. You may have been in the situation where you had a really good relationship or it seemed like a really good relationship and now it's all over. Um, May be over forever. It might have been a, a friendship, may have been an intimate relationship, may have been a marriage. And your your relationship status is never gonna go back to what it was. You may never be able to be friends with them. If you are friends, it may be a limited capacity. Uh, the marriage is over. You may you might think you might be able to fix it, but it doesn't look like it's possible. And, And maybe there's some people that you just don't even talk to anymore because of of something that you've done and how you've shattered that. And at other times, maybe you've been in the situation where you've done something and you've sinned against God. And you just you did something so bad that you feel like God can't forgive you. God can't God can't overlook that. Or you're in this place where you do the same sin over and over and over and over again. And you try to stop and you go back to it. Or you do well for a while, but then stress comes up and you go back to it. And you're just trapped in it. And, uh, and it feels like, you know what, even God won't forgive me of this. And it feels just like you are in this place where you have messed up so badly. That there is no going back. And then God does something crazy like he does with Hosea and Gomer. Now, you may be thinking, okay, that's fine. That's fine. That... God would do that for Hosea and Gomer and figure out that situation. That was a long time ago. That was the Old Testament. He doesn't do stuff like that. I'm not supposed to apply that to me. That doesn't make any sense. Sure, that has to do with him and the Israelites, but this is a different situation. This is a, that was him and a, and a whole people. Like I don't see that was just one specific situation. I can't see him doing that in my life. Well. This is why that then later says in Hosea 14. He says, Return Israel to the Lord your God. Your sins have been your downfall. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, Forgive all our sins and receive us graciously, that we may offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria cannot save us. We will, we will not mount war, host, war horses. We will never again say our gods to what our own hands have made. For in you the fatherless find compassion. I will heal their waywardness and love them freely. For my anger is turned away from them. I will be like the dew of Israel. He will blossom like a lily. Like a cedar of Lebanon, he will send down his roots. His young shoots will grow. His splendor will be like an olive tree. His fragrance like a cedar of Lebanon. People will dwell again in his shade they will flourish like the grain they will blossom like the vine Israel's fame will be like the wine of Lebanon Ephraim what more have I to do with idols I will answer him and care for him I am like a flourishing juniper your fruitfulness comes from me Who is wise let them realize these things who is discerning let them understand the way of the Lord the ways of the Lord are right the righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. And so we have here in chapter 14, God going over the situation again, saying, you know what, remember back in chapter 3 when I said to Hosea, go buy back Gomer, and then I said it's like Israel? Well, here it is again, me saying again, your sins have been your downfall, you have created this situation, but I'm coming to restore you. And so he's making it very clear that he is in the in the in the work the vocation of he has the intention of buying back those who he has he is called and when we look to the new testament we see that with jesus too we see that with jesus and we see it then obviously clearly applied to us saying you know what your sins have put you in this situation you have caused the pain and the agony and the problems of this world this is a cause of human sin human sin has caused these things and I'm coming to make a way to buy you back see God has paid for you to have a second chance he paid he wanted Hosea as an example to pay for Gomer to have a second chance and he was saying, this is this is how I love Israel, is I am willing to pay for them to have a second chance. And he says it again in chapter 14. And in Jesus, we have that declared for you, that God has paid for you to have a second chance. But there are stipulations taken with those. And so you need to understand that God is absolutely saying to you today, that whatever the situation is, wherever you are, he is willing to meet you right there and say, ah, he, he has paid for you to have a second chance. But there's a piece that comes after that says, I have paid for you to have a second chance and I want you to do it differently this time. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever gone to an arcade or played an arcade game, but when I when you go and you, you put your quarters in or your dollar or whatever it is now, um, you put your t- tokens in and you play, I don't know about you, but I'm terrible at arcade games but you play and you lose and then when you lose inevitably there's a screen that pops up that says insert more money to continue and you've got a countdown well I've done that a couple times where I've inserted more coins to continue and whenever you go to continue the purpose is not to do it the same the second time because you will just end up wasting the money you've spent and you'll end up in the same situation. What you want to do when you hit continue is you want to do it differently the second time. God is saying that you need to hit refresh in your life and that he has paid for you to have a second chance like he did with Hosea and Gomer like he did with Israel and in Jesus he is doing for you and has done for you. He is saying I've paid for you to have a second chance but now you got to do it differently. I am not paying for you to have a second chance just to do it wrong all over again. That's not the purpose. That's not what I want for you. You're just going to end up in the same problem so do it differently this time. If you were in the crazy situation where your car was stolen and you went and you bought it from the thief and got it back, you would not leave it with a thief. You would probably stick it someplace really safe, right? You would at least take it back and not let the thief drive it anymore. You've got the car for a second time. You want to make sure that you do it differently so it doesn't end up in the same situation anymore. And that's what God is saying. He's saying, I have paid for you to have a second chance. I will have these this way for you to do it and do it right. And now is your chance to do it. You don't have to worry about getting out of that mess. You don't have to worry about the cost of getting out of that mess. I have paid for you to have a second chance. But now we got to do it differently. He wants to take your messed up situations and he wants to repair them. He wants to take your broken relationships And either get you out of the problem ones or rebuild the good ones. He wants to forgive your sins. Give you victory over them. Remove that guilt and that shame. And change you from the inside out in such a way that the sin doesn't have the final say. Sin doesn't have power over you. And you can have freedom and it becomes more and more natural. For you to actually not do that, to not sin, he's paid for you to have a second chance, and he's also made a way for you to do it differently this time. So this is this is what you you need to do. Is if he is offering to pay for you to have a second chance, you've got to accept the offer. You've got to accept the offer. You got to say okay. If you want to give me forgiveness, if you want to make a way, I'll take it. I'll accept your forgiveness, and I'll follow follow your path through this. If you're not willing to follow the path, if you're not willing to accept the forgiveness, then there's no second chance to be had, because you're not accepting the payment for it. So you've got to accept the payment and you've got to say, okay, I'm embracing your way, I'm embracing you to have this payment, to have the second chance, and to do it different. The second thing you've got to do in that process of, of, of following Jesus is that you've got to sit down and you've got to spend a little time doing some work to map out what it was that led you to this bad place? That I know that sometimes we want to avoid it. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to go down that route and think about how we ended up in this part, this this place. Because it's painful to rethink it. But you got to do some work to rethink that. To go through it and be like, these were the mistakes that were made. These were the problems that came up. These are the things that I did, that they did, that worked together. That caused this situation. You gotta look at that and see the stumbling blocks along the way, and say, okay. So when we go the second time, you've gotta be aware of these issues. You gotta be aware, okay. It was my tone okay? No, that was that was a money thing. I valued money more than the relationship. No, it's I, I I got there because I let my eyes wander. I spent too much time on my phone. I did. I wasted my money on these situations. I didn't. I didn't bother listening to the other person. Whatever it is, got to sit down and you got to have some idea of where you went wrong and let the Lord direct you and get you around those things, over those things, through those things so you don't end up in the same spot. Just like God was giving direction to Gomer and to the Israelites saying, okay, I've paid, I've made a way for you to have a second chance. But this is how we're going to do it different. So the first thing you got to do is you've got to accept the payment. You've got to accept Jesus. You've got to decide that you're going to follow him and do it his way. And the second thing is you've got to do some homework. To a look at your life and say, where did I go wrong? And let God show you how to do it different this time. Well, thank you again for joining us Thank you for engaging with the Word of God, and I hope that you dig into it, that this brings clarity, brings hope to your life, and that you're able to to continue your journey of faith and grow, Um, and I hope soon that we will get to see you in person, um, and that restrictions will ease, and that we'll be back together soon. Um, continue to pray for that, continue to pray for each other, continue to be generous, continue to serve in whatever way you can, check in on others, and uh, don't forget to spend time uh, spend time listening to what God is telling you and, and focusing on the Word of God. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down to people, following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.